When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Super Rugby is just a couple of days away from officially kicking off. Uh, and we're very lucky to be joined by our number one referee in the country, who's also just returned from a stint uh, with the Six Nations, Ben O'Keefe. Ben, welcome into the program. Thank you for joining us. Before we get into the serious rugby chat, uh, you're now a full-blown Aucklander. You're a Jaffa-like beef. How are you finding Auckland? And if you replace the Kapiti Golf Course or the Paraparaumu Golf Course, I should say, with a new favorite up here yeah hey Kes. hey guys um yeah it's exciting to be up here i haven't i've replaced the golf course yet um so definitely still looking for one so if there's any any out there that you know keen to have a new member i'll definitely jump on board but um no loving it up here it's um it's a cool cool city and um, plenty to do which is which is a lot of fun I'll tell you what's a lovely course in Auckland, Remuera Golf Course. They've got a great range there uh, if you want to do some practicing uh, and a beautiful golf course, the Remuera Golf Course. Great. great 19th hole there as well. Enjoy it. <laughs> there you go. So you've already been. You've already been yeah. to the golf course at Remuera. So many golf courses uh, for you to for you to go and try now that you're in Auckland. But let's talk Super Rugby first, hey? Um First of all, a couple of rule changes. Uh, the one that is going to reduce the kick tennis that we have been seeing uh, up north that they're talking about. Can you please explain the rule to us and how it's going to work and what you think we'll see in Super Rugby? Yeah, I think it's um, something that's been brought in in the Northern Hemisphere over probably the last two years. Uh, we saw France do it a lot. So they kind of dubbed it the DuPont law. And um, it basically meant that if you, you know, you could wait in an offside position as long as you're 10 metres away from um, an opposition player who's catching the ball. And all you needed to do was wait for, for that player to, to catch the ball and run five metres or pass it. Um, so you get a lot of people, you know, waiting up in the, in, in the front of the field, waiting for that player to do that. And it just, it just meant that there was no, no real counter-attacking. So there was just a kick tennis. And, you know, there was one game last week that was about four or five minutes of just, um, you know, forced back really. So uh, we've scrapped that in Super Rugby, so you can't get put on side by the opposition. Um, so it just means that look, if you if you are up in that field, you you have to wait for for one of your players to run in front of you, put you on side, and then you can join the game again. So I think it will totally avoid any of that kick tennis that I think um, was starting to creep into the game. Ben, it was obviously fascinating news here and that. And uh, what sort of jurisdiction is there for, I guess, Super Rugby alone? Because obviously we see in the NRL, if something doesn't work on a Sunday, by Tuesday they've they've changed the rule completely for the following round. It was obviously great to hear the news about this kick tennis uh, carry on being outlawed before the start of Super Rugby. But do you guys have the opportunities to, to do more of that if you, if you get to round two or three and think, geez, the coaches have cracked onto something here about slowing ruck ball down or what have you that we could then speed things up throughout the season? Well, the coaches are very smart. The players are very smart, so they're always sort of trying to push the boundaries, which they do a lot. Um, there are certain things, I guess, like interpretations we can we can adjust and change during the season, and we, we work a lot with the players and the teams to be able to do that to, to suit sort of the style of um, where the game's going. If we're, if we're trying to bring in a full-blown, I guess, law modification, um, a lot of that has to go through Sansa and through World Rugby. So as long as World Rugby give us the green light, which they have, for example... On this offside law, um, you know we can do that, and they did the same thing for the bunker trial uh, last year, 
And so they like to, World Rugby likes to do that in these other competitions like Super Rugby because, uh, you know, they can see how, how does it work and then they can quickly bring it into, you know, their international competitions, uh, you know, quite quickly. Aside from uh, those rule changes, what else is the focus for match officials during Super Rugby, Ben? Uh, so we're, we're still back to just really building on what we started last year. So, um, you know, fast rugby, flowing games, um, hope that leads to really good contests, lots of tries, lots of points scored. So, you know, really, really focusing on that spectacle for, you know, showcasing the skills of the players, um, but really the spectacle for fans. Um, player safety has been something, obviously, we've been looking at over the last few years, and I think we've got that right. Um, so with that, you know, with the introduction of the 20-minute the red card, which is, you know, something we brought in last year as well, um, hopefully we're going to get that real fine balance of, you know, really good, really good games of code. With the uh, with the red card you mentioned there, Ben, is, it, is that again like the World Cup where you guys will essentially bin somebody and they will uh, they'll look at it from upstairs and the game continues while that process is unfolding? Yeah, exactly. Um, we're going to have uh, you know two replays only. We can see that it's clearly foul play that reaches the yellow card threshold. Um, we'll then show them the yellow card or go on report. Um, that player will then leave the field and then the bunker, or uh, sorry, the TMO in this case, I'll see if that uh, card needed to be upgraded to a red card um, or it just stays as a yellow. If it stays as a yellow, that player comes back on after 10. Or if it is upgraded to a red card, um, that player will stay off um, and the, the game will be 15 on 14 for 20 minutes. And then that team will be able to replace that player for 20 minutes. So um, it hasn't been brought on yet uh, internationally at World Rugby, uh, something we're still doing in Super Rugby. And I think it's a, it's a really good way forward and it, it sort of um, you know keeps promoting that 15 on 15 rugby that, that we like. Now, Ben, I'm curious, uh, following on from last year, all of our New Zealand referees are still associated with a super rugby side. So you're down with the Hurricanes still. And we're seeing this being picked up in international teams now. Jaco Piper uh, is with the Springboks coaching team moving forward. Um, what sort of uh, impact does it have on both the super rugby team or the international team and the referee? What are the pros and cons of, of having a referee in the environment? I think it's, I reckon the, the pros definitely outweigh the cons. Um, from a referee's point of view, we only really get to before this came in. We only get to practice or train, you know, on a Saturday in a game. So, you know, now I can go in with the Hurricanes and spend time with them during their live sessions, scrum lineouts. Um, they're fifteen on fifteen games they do in the afternoon, and it really benefits my uh, my ability to practice and train. Um, but also, you know, there's just one-on-one dialogue dialogue with players, um, working with coaches around clips, um, trying to you know really manipulate what, what we're trying to do as a team around, you know, how do they can be positive um, in terms of their setup of the lineup, for example. So, you know, I think they get a lot of benefit from it as well. And we've seen um, teams, especially France, um, they've had it for the last four years with Jerome Garcia's and they've been super successful. Ireland do the same thing with their referees. Um, obviously, you know, Yarko's in with South Africa uh, and uh, England have been doing the same thing with Wayne Barnes. So um, I think the collaboration is really important because when players understand the rules, when the coaches do as well, they can actually, um, I guess, get better at outsmarting them too. So, yeah, I'm still with the Hurricanes. I'll be doing my very best to make sure that they're really successful this year as well. Obviously, I can't referee them, so um, just uh, just during the week. I was going to say there, Ben, you used the word manipulate. Did you notice that when you go into these uh, organisations, the charm offensive really comes on from the players who might usually be quite aggressive towards you on the field and, and just trying to get a little bit of a relationship building so they get the rub of the green uh, in the big moments? Yeah, well, I mean, they, I mean, there's never they don't need to do the charm offensive because I'll never I'll never referee them. So really, they're actually 
uh, more interested in actually understanding, okay, look, we've got someone who's in camp with us. Um, the focus is on helping us as a team. So actually, let's, let's try and understand if I'm over the ball with a tackle, when can I go for it? Um, when, I'm, when, I'm, when, when can I put my hands in the ruck? Uh, when can I actually lift up the ball as a jackler? Um, so actually, you know, when I then get do a review of the games and, you know, see really good turnovers or see something we've been discussing during the week, um, you know, it gives me a real real positive um, impact that you've actually had some, um, you know, you've done some good work with the players. So I reckon, uh, you know, it's probably in the first week they're a little bit timid, but then, you know, we've been with teams for two, three years now um, and, you know, we're really welcomed in and um, it feels, yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome for the for them. So because you don't referee any of the Hurricanes games now and you're in camp with them, does this mean that you are a Canes man? Oh, I've been a Canes man for the last three years. Every pro ref has um, got a professional team that they're with as well. So um, it's good for us as referees. You know, we love rugby and, um, you know, it's kind of nice to be part of a team. You can sort of, you know, support them from the sidelines as well. So, um, you know, we've had uh, most of our pro refs uh, in New Zealand, yeah, with, with those teams for the last few years. And I think um, we will see, you know, more more referees do that you know, a lot of it, a lot of referees do that in France at the moment too. So um, it's quite beneficial when we have, I guess, enough numbers to be able to get around all the all the teams and enough numbers to actually be able to referee in the competition as well. So um, yeah, some really good, re- really good uh, um, ability there. Ben, it's so fantastic to be able to have you on the program. We know you're a busy person, so we'll let you go, but we'll just leave you with this message uh, that we've had from Richard. Ben, he is a good bugger. He brought me a beer when we went down to Napier for a County Shield Challenge a couple of years ago, so thank you so much. He hasn't forgotten. <laughs> well, tell Richard he owes me a beer. <laughs> exactly next time it'll be his shout thank you so much for your time Ben really appreciate you coming on and hopefully we can catch up with you during the season as well thanks guys cheers